All right. Hi, this is Vicki Draper, author, certified healer, and animal communicator. And we are connecting here for um, animal messages, what your animals want you to know. This is episode 21, a little to the left, please. And <laughs> I have a, comp uh, a guest here with me, Lola Michelin from Northwest School of Animal Massage. Welcome, Lola. Thank you, Vicki. I'm really excited to be here today with you. Yes, thank you, because we are here to celebrate my upcoming book, Heart to Heart, yeah. How You Can Heal Your Animal Through All Stages of Life. And Lola was instrumental in um, being a beginning of my animal healing career. So uh, it was it just seemed important to have Lola be a part of the book and she wrote the foreword and there's some stories in there too. And um, clearly your school is a resource in the, um, in the book as well. So- Well, yeah. Uh, and thank you so much for letting me be part of the journey uh, right from the get go. <laughs> So this was um, 18 years ago because, no, 19 years ago, because I was pregnant with Miranda, who is now 18. Um, right. So <laughs> sitting in classes, my feet propped up because I'm pregnant. And, uh, <laughs> I remember it was a smaller class and it was a very small room that we were teaching in at that time. And, and we were trying to do everything we could to keep you comfortable. And I was so <laughs> impressed with you for for just tackling that at that time in your life, but you did it with such grace and, um, and wow, what a, what a beautiful girl Miranda's grown up to be. And boy, she was both feet into the animal healing world from the very beginning. That is true. Um, yeah, cause uh, I did the horse massage training with Lola and mm -hmm. there was one of the mares that her nose, her, muscle was right in my belly she's like she knew yeah. Miranda was there and well yeah it's amazing how they sense that and how connected they are to it of course and at the time your uh, certification was all in person and correct you had to do so many um, horse massages uh, to get credit and this and that and so here I was seven months pregnant wanting to get my license finished before, <laughs> before she came my midwife about had a conniption when I was doing you know multiple horse massages in a day <laughs> to meet their I requirements <laughs> you definitely had to have the horse at arm's length as I recall because there was not a lot of space between yeah so fun mm -hmm. time yeah very fun hard uh -huh. to believe yeah we just the school celebrated its 20th anniversary this month so uh that was pretty much right at the right out of the starting gate yeah so congratulations on Thank that you. um yeah accomplishment so um my book it's uh covers the lifespan of your pet and in there I am teaching some massage techniques and I'm teaching some acupressure and some animal communication, some variety. Um, would love for you to share about massage and the benefits mm -hmm. because I mean, we're both doing what we do because we love helping the animals and be their best and we 
are passionate about that and we know the importance of it. So share a little bit, educate why massage, why would the people want to be providing it for their animal? And then I would also love to hear, since it's what your animals want you to know type mm-hmm. podcast, kind of the animal's perspective. I would love to hear that from you too. Oh, okay. Well, um, yeah, so I, I was so thrilled to see the first draft of your book and see that it did include every aspect of the animal's life from start to finish, you know, whether you're getting a puppy or a kitten, or maybe you're getting an older dog um, from the start, but then just all the different stages that you might go through with your pet and that you included massage as a tool to benefit the animal um, at every stage. I know a lot of times people um, might turn to massage sometimes as a last resort or sometimes because their pet is aging and not realize that the massage could provide uh, benefits at, at regardless of their pet's age or health because even healthy pets are going to benefit from regular massage. So in terms of benefits of massage, I think for pet owners, some of the things that I find most rewarding as a pet owner myself in being able to massage my young pets is it can really help them with their social skills. It can help them with um, assimilating really positive experiences with touch so that when you're teaching your dog some of the things like learning to walk on the leash or learning to have their nails trimmed, it's a great way to introduce those things to a young animal in a way that you know they are already maybe familiar with the massage and they like the massage. So now you have a tool to use when you have to do something that might be a little scary for them or, or a little uncomfortable for them the first time, the massage can help you through that. So um, that would be one of the benefits I think is it's just a, a great tool for animals who are in training or who are developing and learning. Um, and then of course, as your, your pet matures, they're gonna need just that support to maintain their active life. So if your pet is very active, maybe you compete with your animal, maybe you do um, therapy type services with your animal. Um, Those things can introduce a level of stress into your pet's life um, that you'll want to have tools to help them manage. It could also be to help your pet manage things like, you know, I like to massage my dogs before they get vaccinations or before they go for any kind of veterinary procedure. Maybe they're having their teeth cleaned or they're just going to the groomers. Anything that could potentially be stressful for them, I can use massage as a way to kind of preempt that or afterwards to kind of help them with the recovery. And then as you well know, as our pets age, we start to see some of the decline Maybe they're less active or they're less mobile or they start to have some cognitive or sensory deficits. Then if you've been massaging them the whole time you've known them, they're already familiar with that. It's gonna be a really nice way to just kind of give them some sense of security, sense of safety to just really feel the love that you're feeling. Even though we may be sad about them getting older, we might be sad about not being able to do the same activities with them anymore. Now we have a way to spend time with them where we're really sharing not only that love and gratitude, but also just sharing the physical health that the massage can provide. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, 
I was just getting visuals of a lot of my clients that when they're getting the massage and they're just rolling over and they're directing and they're just really getting into it. Um, yeah, that's right. You, you asked about like the animal's yeah. perspective. And um, I think that's one of the things as a human massage therapist, well, as well. And I know you work with people as well. It's a real, it's a real different environment when you're working with the animals. I mean, I love working with people too, and you can dialogue with a person. So you think that you would have, a really rich conversation with people that you may not have as much with animals, but I often find the reverse is true, that when I'm working with the animals, there's this constant conversation that might not be, you know, in the language we're familiar with, but um, they're always telling you what feels good, where they want you to pay attention or focus on an area, whether something isn't working for them, and it's, it's always rewarding to watch for those cues that they give us and the ways that they tell us what what is working and what is not and most of the time I find that once they know your intention and once they um, appreciate that you're there in you know as a massage therapist I mean I work a lot with horses and I also work with some exotic species and when they see me coming they don't know what to expect like is this person coming to ride me are they coming to um you know, is, it, is she a veterinarian? Is she coming to feed me? Um, and the massage might be unfamiliar. So it takes them a moment to be like, oh, okay, this person's bringing something new to the table. And then they really start letting you know, like, oh, here, I want you to work on my shoulder or they turn and look at, you know, yes, that's the spot. Um, when I'm doing acupressure um, or fascial release, I'm always really, I love seeing the animal kind of take that moment to go inside their own body first and check in and then come to me to, to join up with the, the session. So um, I think uh, that's, that's how they kind of let us know that yes, massage, acupressure, all of the um, therapies that we use, uh, they're very receptive to it. And they're also very intelligent about what is serving their body and what is not. So I don't have to guess like, oh, should I be using a different technique? I just have to let the animal guide me once I'm once I'm introducing things yes they are so self-expression um and you talked a lot about the the physical benefits with the massage which there are one of my specialties that has come into play is really working with anxious calming anxious mm -hmm. animals mm -hmm. and really helping with the behavior um that it also provides uh, that nice calming effect and um, well, giving the animals uh, more of a sense of a power, their empowerment. So I like um, working with them from that angle as well. So it's not only physically, but they're then, you know, behaviorally just feeling much better. Um, right. Well, so many times, don't you think it's true that their emotional body is what's creating the physical manifestations that we see as posture or, you know, if they're anxious, of course, that's going to have an impact on their muscles and their connective tissue, especially their fascial system. If they're, um, if they're confused, which I, I often find some of the horses that I work on, they're just confused. And so their behaviors might be misinterpreted as being salt, you know, sullen or being, you know, not cooperative or being aggressive when actually the animal's just confused. They don't know what's expected of them or what is want, you know, what people are asking. 
and you provide them a little clarity or even just witness for them that, okay, I see you're confused. You know, where can we go from here? Then a lot of times that really helps to address those behaviors or reduce their anxiety. Absolutely. And that comes to mind the rescues. Cause I find that a lot with the, the rescued pets. Cause they're like, don't know what their world has just changed. They don't know why they've been in a shelter. They don't know why they're in a new place. And yeah, yeah that there, that's a lot of another place that um, massage. That's a great point because really even really positive changes for your animal can be stressful or confusing yeah. to them. You know, we know when we bring a home, an animal home from the shelter that, you know, we're going to love you and we're going to give you good food and a safe environment and you're going to have, you know, toys and all that, but they don't know that. They just know they're not where they're used to being. Yeah. And so that can be really a confusing time. Yeah. And so that brings up one, I do give some tips in my book, Heart to Heart on Mm -hmm. those situations. So um, that you can help your pets with that new transition. Um, That's true because uh, as you mentioned, uh, the book uh, contains some Uh, acupressure points and some basic acupressure tools that can be such a quick relief for an animal in a situation, in a given situation, whether it's in a a medical emergency versus just going into an environment where they're unfamiliar or getting scared or spooked by something. Um, I find the acupressure is just such a rapid response and so easy um, to do that that's a really valuable tool. And I think that's great that you shared it in the book because many times I think pet owners are a little, maybe and horse owners, maybe a little afraid to take on something um, that seems, you know, it's unfamiliar, but it's also very big. And for sure, like to study acupressure or to study acupuncture, that's, you know, there's a whole methodology and a whole tradition and science behind it that takes months and months, maybe even years sometimes to learn. But that doesn't mean that there's not simple tools that you can use right away. You won't have necessarily all of the information behind it, but you'll get this, the response that you need. So I, I think that's great that you parsed out those little nuggets um, from your vast experience to, to give owners tools for their pets. Yes, thank you for bringing that up because yes, it doesn't negate the need for a professional um, massage or acupressure session. These are tools uh, that's empowering the pet guardian, you know, in the moment or things they can do at home. And there's still a lot of benefit then with the professional because there's, like I said, much more education, knowledge, experience, um, more tools than are just in the book that we use yeah. too. So, well, and the informed client, like if I have somebody who's bringing their animal to me, if they also have some tools, they're much better equipped to let me know when things are going the wrong direction or to observe things or be aware of things as they're developing. And we all know as pet owners and horse owners, um, the sooner you know you have a problem, the more options you have to managing it or treating it. So I think again, like with my clients, I often train them to do basic massage. And and again, I think it's great that the the book offers them some basic tools that give them a, a much better Uh, view into what their animals are trying to communicate to them so that they can know when it's time to call in a professional. And, you know, same for us, like our level of 
skill and knowledge, we still know that sometimes we're, what we observe, we need to call in the vet or we need mm -hmm. to let the person know like, yeah, this is, this yeah. needs a little more, um, more of a team approach. So, yes, absolutely. And so, um, your school teaches uh, fundamentals of massage to help pet guardians learn some tools and great minds think alike. I offer my call mine a basic animal massage or sometimes animal massage 101. And so, um, so folks listening and watching, you've got two great avenues to get support here for your pets so share i think you've got an upcoming one is it february or yeah uh, february 28th we have our fundamentals of animal massage class it's a one-day workshop um, we go over some some of the things we're talking about here today what are the benefits what are some basic tools that you can do and how do you um know when to work with a professional and how do you find a professional that you want to work with. So um, we offer that class throughout the year, but the next one is coming up in February. And if people aren't able to, um, you know, access that class or your class, we have also lots of graduates who teach similar things. So I think it's yeah. really, it's really beneficial for any pet owner out there to try and find a basic animal massage class that they can take. Um, there's some online classes, but I don't think anything replaces, you know, being hands-on and having somebody able to tell you like, yes, that's good pressure or yes, that's correct. Um, but there's lots of ways to get the information online and then take a hands-on class. Um, uh, we do also have some uh, free intro classes on our website um, that just kind of get people, you know, if you want to just get, put your foot in the water um, it gives you some ideas and then you can go on to take a class like the basic animal massage class that you offer or the fundamentals class that we offer. Um, yeah. Yeah. And when is your class coming well, up? Well, I've got one coming up next week, January 13th. Oh. And I do offer oh. this pretty regularly. So yeah. Um, yeah, it's always good to just check the website. And is my face coming through blurry for you? A little bit. Yeah, I don't know what happened with my camera, so I just want to acknowledge this. <laughs> I'm still continuing the interview, but my camera is. <laughs> you got the Vaseline over the camera. It's making you look very uh, youthful. <laughs> so uh, not sure what's going on with technology, but uh, the content here is what's important. So, um, so yes, uh, so for Lola's information you can go to www.nwsam.com and for my website you can go to www.healingyouranimal.com so two places for great resources um the interesting fun news is you can pre-order your heart to heart how you can heal your animal through all stages of life book now on my website healingyouranimal.com, go to products, select books, and then you'll see my first book there. And then my upcoming second book, Heart to Heart. And if you, when you pre-order it, you will get an autographed copy and it'll be mailed to you. So it's the release date. We're looking at February 2nd. So then I can get you the hard, your autographed copy by February 8th. So um, 
any Valentine's I gifts. I can't wait to get mine. <laughs> yeah, uh, any Valentine gifts that you're looking for. Um, this would be oh, a perfect, great perfect Valentine's gift for your pet owner, friend. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Uh, and I have to say, I, I'm so, um, uh, I, I'm not sure what the right word is, but I, um, I'm always just very impressed by your uh, go-to-itiveness on these things that the, the book, your former book, and now this book and um, the, the other tools that you've put out there for animal lovers to use. Um, one of these days, I'm going to get my book published one of these days, but um, <laughs> I take great inspiration from the, the tools that you're providing people. And I think it's just um, outstanding. So I really highly recommend Heart to Heart um, to anybody with, with pets um, or thinking about getting a pet for sure. All right, well, thank you. And then um, there's a story in my book that uh, would be 13 years ago now that happened mm -hmm. at the School of Animal Massage. Um, because Miranda was in kindergarten and so we got her kindergarten class to do a field trip out to your school and facility yeah. and um, they was at a barn and so they had lots of horses and so uh, the class of kindergartners got to learn all about that and pet the horses and uh, see a demo um, and so the the story is coming from uh, Lola and I were talking about acupressure where there's a bladder meridian and tracing that has many, many health benefits. And um, even though the kindergartners were um, in all of their excitement and running around, when the demonstration was happening, I could feel the energy when the bladder medium was traced, just so peaceful and calm. The horse was just loving it. And it was so palpable. Um, that has just stayed with me for all of those years. So um, just the power of you know, tracing the bladder meridian. Um, and so yeah, that, something that so simple. And yet it is often the case that the animal is just entranced during that moment. And whether, whether I use that as a way to kind of start or open a session or introduce myself to an animal, or if it's later in a session when I'm working with the animal that I need to go back to the bladder meridian to just check in and see, you know, how the energies are in the different systems. Um, it's just such an amazingly powerful tool and it's a good reminder to me all the time that um, because I have a very kind of sometimes I was western trained you know I was a vet tech and I uh, uh, went to Michigan State University to study animal science on a pathway to, to veterinarian medicine and so um, I have that science base ingrained in my body but um, I'm constantly reminded in the work that we do, and Adam Meridian is a great example of that, of how, you know, energy is science as well, but it's just always there waiting for us to tap in and follow it and play with it and, you know, adapt it, change it, be a conduit for it. Um, I think that's one of the things that's the most rewarding as an educator is seeing when students tap into that. And that first moment where they're like, oh my gosh, it really works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so it's a simple 
technique, powerful, powerful tool. And that's what I like. Mm-hmm. That's what I've liked to, or that's what I've provided in the book is like simple and powerful. So that I've honed it down to where um, you as a pet guardian without the official training, you know, can use these powerful things in a simple, effective way. Um, yeah. Yeah. And it really kind of opens up the, uh, the awareness that like, if you have this one small tool, you know, one piece of a bigger piece um, and you get really good results from that. Just imagine when you do bring somebody in that brings the whole picture to it, the effects it can have for your animal. Yes. And not only the animal, but as you know, when we work with animals and their people, we see how that relationship changes and grows through the body work. And we Mm -hmm. see not, you know, whether I'm doing the body work or the owner is doing the body work, there is a shift in that relationship that opens a lot of doors for them. And, you know, I know lots of people who maybe when they first used massage, they weren't thinking of it in terms of a relationship builder. They were just looking for a physical benefit or a relaxation or um, some, you know, reduction of anxiety. And then they realize, wow, this, this improves my training with this animal. It improves our you know, it, it contributes to our competitive goals. It contributes to the time we're apart. So, you know, perhaps you have a dog with separation anxiety. Right. Massage and acupressure might be a tool um, along with the other things that you talk about in your book to helping your dog manage when you're not around. Yes, yes. And um, yes, the tools in this book, the first book, my first book, Bridging True Love Connection and Healing Between You and Your Animals has a whole chapter on calming techniques. So, um, so yeah, between the two, we've, I've got a lot of things covered. <laughs> um, yeah. So it's amazing for a, a smaller book, how packed full of information it is. Yeah, well, that's... Um, yeah, I like kind of getting down to the common denominator. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so it uh, it's so good to have you here. And Lola is going to be hosting a book launch at yes. the Northwest School of Animal Massage. And we're going to do that on February 4th at 2.30, I believe we said. Yeah, anyway, you'll hear more excited. from Lola about that. And so be on the watch out. And I'll be announcing it too, sharing the posts. Um, and so thank you so much for being here today, Lola. Um, oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks. So before we wrap, are there any last minute, something that's just burning that wants to be said, like a golden <laughs> nugget or something to take away? Um, well, let's see. Uh, uh, nothing burning, okay. um, at least not, not in regards to this topic, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> lots of other burning things that uh, I could say, but I won't. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I think earlier we were talking and one thing you mentioned is that in the, you know, in the past year, we've had to change a lot of things about the, the, our approaches, um, both you and I as business owners, as educators, and as therapists, and I'm sure that's true for everybody, and as pet owners and horse owners, we've had to change maybe some of the ways we do things or how we do them um, related to the pandemic. We certainly had to make a lot of changes to you know, how we conducted classes, and the one takeaway from that 
for me, one of the takeaways was, well, it was great because I did get to spend more time with my staff, which I really enjoyed during the summer months because we had to have so many people on hand in order to teach a class under the new regulations that we had more teachers um, available than normal, um, which was great for students, but also great for me. Um, and every one of us noticed that our relationships with our animals really took on greater significance in, in the situation that we were all in. And so I'm sure that's true for a lot of people out there listening and watching that you became more conscious of your animals, maybe just because you were home with them more. And so you were seeing how they spend their days or you were you know, taking them for walks more often because that's how you got your exercise and you had the time to do it. Or I know with me, I was home more. I wasn't traveling to teach as much. So I had more time with my horses than I ordinarily do, just even to just observe them, not necessarily to be riding or working on them, but just to be with them. And so I think your book is very timely because people's animals are, uh, I think, in front and center uh, after <laughs> the year we've had. Yeah. Oh, thanks for that reminder because we did talk about that before we started. And um, yes, that is a big part of Heart to Heart um, because it actually opened my heart more. So more of my heart is in heart to heart. Um, and that makes it even more special because, uh, yeah, the, the changes this year with the COVID, um, yeah, it just, it was a growing and healing experience all the way around. And so, uh, mm. you know, thrilled that, um, Seems go ahead. It seems often the case that we, when we set out to share information or to teach something, to, <laughs> that we end up, you know, it's just the journey to ourselves. Absolutely. <laughs> just get to benefit from it. But. Yeah, it's bringing tears to my eyes because, yes, that this I really am then offering my heart to your heart for your heart to your animal's heart with this book. So, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So, um, again, you can get the book. Um, now, if you want to pre-order for autographed copy at healingyouranimal.com, go to products um, and select books and you'll see it there. And thank you again, Lola, for being here and um, sharing this special message because massage mm -hmm. and animal care is so important. And I know you and I have the same passions of just really helping our animals, I mean, all animals have just better quality of life and empowering, educating the guardians. And then um, you actually then go and empower and certify uh, the healing professionals. So, um, so yes, yeah, so thank you. And thank you for having me. And I look forward to our launch on the fourth. It sounds good. All right. So, um, this is Vicki Draper, author, certified healer, and animal communicator. I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. So let's.